and welcome back to episode number eight of the unofficial Willy Wonka podcast. I am Ryan. And I am Eric, uh, his co- oh, we're, co- we're, we're co-hosts. We're equal hosts. We don't, you know, we don't have, we don't have to do this each episode, but... But I also think it's nice to establish for those new listeners out there, since we're getting so many of them. Who's starting on episode eight? Well, it might not be, you know, they might not want to go through the archives of yeah. so many episodes. They might want to start current and say, you know, like, what are these guys talking about right now, today? I guess that's I guess that's fair. Yeah. Um, we are once again at my house, and unfortunately, um, let's just say Virginia. It, it takes a while to get here, but we're here. We're recording. Um, excited to be back for another episode. Um, today we're going to be focusing on a character. By yes. The name of Violet. Regard. Yeah, that's right. Uh, our, our last uh, character episode was regarding Mike TV. And before we get to Violet, I just want to close out one little tidbit of information yes. with Mike TV. Huge, a um, uh, huge piece of information fresh off the presses. Well, it just bothers me, you know, as an admin guy who has to edit like yeah. correspondence and things of that nature, spelling and grammar can be a big point of contention with me. And as I've brought up in a couple different episodes, there are different ways to spell Mike TV's name. Correct. T-E-E-V-E-E. Uh, in the book, it, T-E-A-V-E-E. No, right? no, no. In the book, it is T-E-E-V-E-E. We looked it up. The book says T-E-E-V-E-E. Maybe it was in the one that shall not be mentioned. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was spelled the alternate way. However, if you go back and watch the movie, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, when they go into the factory... Willy Wonka has them sign this big contract, right? And as Mike TV is signing his name, he spells it T period V period. As, as like the, the abbreviation. Acronym. Yeah, the abbreviation for yes. television. And what Paris Temin, the actor, said was that uh, I think that the, the producers and the directors and you know everybody on set wanted him to spell it like that because it was a quick camera shot where it was just going to show him spelling his name and then they were going to pan over to the next scene. So... Um, that's the third way that you can spell his name. So I just wanted to put a bow on that and uh, you know close our chapter on Mike TV right there. There might be something with Mike TV in the future. We're gonna we're just gonna sneak peek that right now or hint at that, but well, you guys might see that in the future. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. The, uh, you know what I'm talking about. I don't, man. Okay. Ugh, I'm. Man, we're we're making some serious eye contact right now. And I'm it's not, guys, you can't see it, but it's yeah, so I'm not, serious. Yeah, I'm not even. Uh, anyway, um, we're gonna talk about Violet today. Okay. Yes. Let's talk about Violet. Um, Violet Beauregard is played by an actress by the name of Denise Nickerson. Okay. Uh, she was born in New York City in 1957. She did a little bit of child theater throughout the early 60s. Did a short stint on Broadway, um, and then she was. Uh, on the ABC daytime television show Dark Shadows. Yes. And that Famously. was Yes, and that was her her first uh big slash semi big um role as an actress. Um and then she landed the part as Violet in Willy Wonka. Yes. Um and she was one of the two of the um, American children, you know, who won the contest. Uh, and the well, Was she? Yeah, because she was from uh, North Dakota. 
Right. No, 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 no. Montana. She was from Montana. Okay, but then Mike TV. One of two. Mike TV's the other two. Was from Arizona. Yeah. Right. And then Charlie Bucket's from. Wherever. We don't know. Exactly. But I just assume that he's American because of his accent. But he's not. He's not. In he's a, just from parts unknown. Yes. He's like the ultimate warrior. Like he's he's from the town that Wonka's factory's in, which is it we is don't te- know where it is. Technically, I mean, they filmed in in Germany, but his location of where he's from is unknown. So just to be clear, we're not calling Charlie Bucket an American. Uh, no. Okay. Well, I might have a little point of contention on that, but I'm excited fine. to hear it. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I'm not going to get into it right now. We might talk about it when we talk about Charlie, you know, at a later date. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, Violet Beauregard, right? Um, uh, so, right, just to close out the the actress, Denise Nickerson, right? So she uh, so she landed the part as Violet, and then um, after that she went on to, uh, a, a, to act in the show The Electric Company in yes. the 70s. Famously, which I have also now been told. Also famously. Yes. Uh, sorry, I was born in the '80s, so I don't remember Electric Company. Although I do remember Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, which was born in 1970, or which is created in 1971. So yeah. that is interesting. Um, and then uh, she also did, you know, a couple other cameos in other shows and other movies. Uh, one of which being The Brady Bunch. Yes, uh, she was in the final season uh, of The Brady Bunch. Uh, I believe she was Peter's date in one of the episodes. Uh, she was in a random like dance scene in the middle of their living room. It was kind of awkward. You can find it on um, YouTube out there, or you know, for those of you owning all the DVDs of the Brady Bunch seasons, I'm certain I'm sure that you can find that out there. Um, and then she quit acting uh, around the age of 21, and she became a nurse. Um, and uh, she did some other things. I, I, I think she was like an, an accountant. Yeah. Was, so she um. <clears throat> After her, so her post acting career, turned twenty one, quit acting, and subsequently uh, began nursing school. But ultimately worked as a receptionist and later on as office manager and accountant in a doctor's office. So, really, quite a departure uh, from her acting career. She would, she did do some fan conventions uh, for Willy Wonka and, of course, Dark Shadows, lest we forget. Um, but you know she did like come on and do like some commentary for Wonka and uh, did some like um, a, a documentary as well. Um, yeah, I mean all, all of the kids in the movie, right? Uh, they they all kind of got into the convention thing in the 2010s, like 2000 teens, if you will, mm-hmm. um, because that you know has been kind of the thing for the last like 10 or 15 years. Are all these Comic Cons and like the fan conventions and stuff? So they they obviously have all realized that there's some money in that because I think they get paid quite the substantial fee for going and signing autographs and taking pictures and stuff. So um, she was uh, like a part of that with them, um, and then she uh, did in fact pass away in uh, 2019. She yeah, got, fairly recently. Yeah, she uh, she got sick and she did pass away. Um, in 2019 she had uh pneumonia and then she slipped in into a coma um and then that was that was the end for her um but on a lighter note we are now talking about her character violet beauregard yeah so violet um i think i think it's pretty safe to say with the exception of her parents being the first person to be fed up 
with um, Veruca Salt's bullshit. <laughs> because, you know, Veruca Salt early on is like, I want it now. And she's like, can it, you knit? I think like the first person's like, not take her shit. Because her father and her mother are like, yeah, honey, we'll get you whatever you want. And everybody else is kind of appeasing her. But... You know, Violet Beauregard did not take shit from Veruca Salt. Well, she was definitely the first kid to contend with Veruca. In fact, yeah. maybe the only one. Because I think Charlie did talk some shit about uh, like Veruca, but it was to it was Grandpa all, Joe. Yeah, Grandpa Joe. You know. Yeah. I, I, keep almost saying, I keep almost saying Uncle Joe. Nah, he's definitely Grandpa. He's definitely Grandpa. Yeah. He's not even great uncle. He's just a Grandpa in general. And he's not even that great. He's actually kind of a piece of shit. He was a huge... But... POS. This episode is not the Grandpa Joe episode. No, it's not. It's not Nor I don't know if we will have a Grandpa we Joe don't need episode. To do one. Yeah. In fact, I don't think people who weren't episodes are that big of pieces of shit. So I think uh, we, you know, I'll probably just move on from from good old uh, GJ. There, he got Grandpa a song. Joe. He was able to sing a song. That's enough. Yeah. You know, Mike TV didn't get a song. No. Did, and he wanted I don't one. Think, I don't think Violet got one either. No, only Veruca. Yeah. Um. So, th- so the first time that we see Violet's character, she won the or found the third golden ticket. I believe I'm. It I, is. I believe I'm right it on that. It is the third because it was Augustus. Uh, Augustus, and then and then Veruca was mad that she wasn't the first, and then they found it. Then her, and then Violet, because she's in Miles City, Montana. Yep. And she's being interviewed at her dad's car dealership, who was also a politician. He was all well. He was a. I mean, he was a. He was a used he was, car. He salesman was a car salesman and yeah. local politician. Okay. Well, well, he definitely sounded like both. So yes. I'm, I'm, I'm I think sure he part, thrived. I think that's part of it. Like he's like this American, American caricature stereotype of a used car salesman type person. With Sam B, it's a guarantee. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so one, so one of the interesting things about Violet when we first see her is uh, she's wearing a red outfit. Yes. Which, throughout the movie, Red has been unofficially assigned to Veruca. Um, and, like, Violet wears blue, or, like, Violet, as we see, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, it, so it, was, it was interesting, and she does point out, um, if you're nerds like us and you want to watch the movie with the commentary, uh, she does, in fact, point that out, that that was an odd choice by the producers to have her wear red. Yeah. That. Um, and we see her, obviously, chewing gum. And she's bragging about how long that she's been chewing one piece of gum. Um, and, you know, her. We, so we don't see her mom, but we hear her mom in the background where she yes. says, Violet, and she goes, cool it, mother. Yeah. You remember? Um, so we do see Sam, but we don't see Samantha. So Sam, is, let's just be clear. Sam B is not a widower. He's no, married. Nope. Mother and father. In fact, I think the only widower... Or widow. Or widow is, is Charlie's mom. Yeah. Because everybody else has two parents. Yes. Although, I don't know, Augustus' father could have died from chewing from that microphone. <laughs> chewing the microphone. Much like these new microphones that yes, we have right in front of us. they are looking tasty. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, right, so, so that was our introduction to Violet. Um, I don't think we see her again until... The children enter the chocolate factory. Yeah. Uh, right, because then they go into who else won the other golden tickets. Um, and then we see her enter the uh, chocolate factory. Um, you know, Wonka kind of like 
grabs her by like the chin and says like charming charming mm. you remember this yeah and um i just yes. remember feeling like that was kind of a creepy chin grab it was it was very much condescending because uh she asked him you got any gum you know and then he's like charming charming like yeah all right you know very rambunctious in that manner i don't think she had any lines prior to uh, well, at the like opening event, at the opening of the of the factory, right? Uh, Augustus has a line. Veruca has a line. Charlie has a line. I got, actually no. Augustus doesn't have a line. His mother just tells him to save some room for save some room for later. And then, uh, oh boy. Uh, oh, Mike you're T, yeah. Like you're, Mike, when they're waiting for the to waiting to get into the factory, I think yeah. she's just like looking around. I don't think she has anything. Um, oh no. No, yeah, she does. No, she does. She, she she stretches the gum. Yeah. On TV and next to her father. Excuse Hi, me. Hi, Cornelia. How are you, sweetie? Yeah. yeah. And then look at this. And, she, and then she stretches the gum. And, right. And then he, old Sam B looks mad. Yeah. Uh, so Denise Nickerson does mention that uh, she had to chew so much gum during the filming. And it was so constant that she spent two months in the dentist chair after filming the movie. Because that was before... Sugar-free gum. Yeah. Like in 1971. Um, I mean, that, two months in a dentist chair. That's a lot. I don't like two hours in a dentist chair, let alone two months. Um, you know, I don't know if surgery or, you know, some root canals were involved or whatever, but uh, yikes. It's, yeah, it's not fun. And, I mean, I'm I'm also chewing gum a lot, and it's all, you know, trident, um, white, sugar-free. So I can't imagine... Just chewing sugar gum all day. But I mean, as a kid, that must be fucking great. Well, hell yeah. You had the uh, foot long. What was the... So you, had, you, you did have the bubble tape. It was, it was bubble tape. Bubble tape. It was, which was six feet of bubble gum. You had hubba bubba. And what was the other one? Bubble, bubble yum. Bubble, bubble yum. yum had like the little, like the duck come out of the... Um, well, and then there was, and then there were, I mean, shoot. Then, and then so while pops. we're talking about gum, yeah, I mean, like, blow pops are timeless. Yeah. How about Big League Chew? Big? Made you feel like you were out there spitting some tobacco. That, that's am, yeah, that's amazing how that, that's like the origin. Advertising of the kids, you know, yeah. tobacco. Because you used to see baseball players all the time out there just chewing tobacco and spitting. I always remember that being a trope, but I don't ever remember actually seeing that watching baseball um i mean i do yeah yeah for sure and especially if you watch like the baseball movies from the 90s like that's what I'm talking rookie about. of the year and yeah. major league i mean yeah they were all out there I, I didn't know as a kid what they were necessarily chewing i thought they were chewing on gum or something yeah. and then i think one time my dad just told me it was tobacco and i was like what's tobacco you know like it's not good for you, you know, or yeah. whatever he said, because it looked like mud or something. It looked like mulch. I know we, I know we work with a lot of guys that do dip tobacco. Yeah, but I'm not sure that's the big difference between that and chewing tobacco. I like didn't actually physically chewing it. I didn't know what dip was till 2007. Is that when you joined the Navy? No, uh, that well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's when I, yeah, it's when I just started seeing people do it. I'm like, what, you know? And then I see people with what looks like a growth on the inside of their cheek or yeah. on the inside of their lip. And I'm like, what is that dip? Oh, well, what's dip? Well, it's like a version of like a tobacco, or it is tobacco. It I, is, I yeah. don't know. It's it's got the nicotine in it. But anyway, so you had like the big league chew, and then uh, you remember the zebra gum? Yeah. Um, it was like fruitalicious. 
mean, it was so the the flavor was so strong, and then after like thirty seconds, that 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 shit yeah. was gone. Awful. And it <clears> came with like <throat> a lot of a lot of pieces of gum in the pack. Yeah. Uh, is it not food delicious? It's something else. It's close, but it had this is a zebra on it. Yeah. Um, and like I feel like that was like I feel like I remember seeing a lot of commercials between Bully Yum and Double Bubble. Like which one was the better? And now they're both, you know, eh. What was the movie with uh, the guy from American Pie who was in the movie Rookie of the Year, like the baseball movie? He was in like who, was it called like he, King Arthur or something? Who is, who is he in American Pie? I don't know, bro. <laughs> I I mean I've I've like seen them. Um, he's not he's not Jason Biggs, the main character. No, it is not Jason Biggs, and not it's not Stifler. and it's not Stifler. I'll tell you right now. I will tell you right now. Was he we, the jock? That was in uh, Choir. Rookie of the Year, Thomas Ian Nichols. Mm. You remember this guy? Right here. See him? Yeah, I guess. He has like the long hair. Anyway, um, he was in this movie. I think maybe it was called like A Kid in King Arthur's Court. Anyway, um, it was one of these movies where he like lived in like modern day, somehow time traveled back to King Arthur's time. And he invented or had somebody invent gum. And I remember he gave the king gum, and they're sitting there chewing it. And the king's like, what's its purpose? And he said, there is no purpose. <laughs> and then they were like, oh. And then they just kept, like, yeah. chewing the gum, you know. Um, I mean, nowadays I just chew it to, I don't know, either, I, I would say for two reasons. Number one, to make my breath smell better or, you know, not, not bad. Yes, and yeah. that is the number one reason. Because I don't really care about flavors unless it's mint. Yeah. I can't do cinnamon, by the way. I feel like cinnamon makes it worse. That's just it, my preference. It's yeah. I feel like well, again, going back to when we were growing up, I remember seeing commercials for uh, double, you know, double mint gum, mm-hmm. juicy fruit, which was oh, juicy fruit. Came yeah. in that came in that yellow package. Yeah, and uh, big red. Yes, and you see none of those anymore. Like I, cinnamon gum, man. That's 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 definitely like a. You gotta, big red was number one. It was it was it was too hot. Like, oh, yeah. it, you know, I don't know if like spice is the right term, but yeah, I mean like cinnamon the heat, is a the spice. Heat, there's a like heat level on it. Yeah. yeah. But then it didn't do wonders for your breath either. Um, you smell cinnamon. <clears throat> like mint kind of like disappears. That cinnamon smell is going to stick around. Yeah. Um, the other reason that I chew gum is to not eat food. Yeah. Like, because if I chew gum and somebody comes in in the office or whatever with like cookies or something... I will be far less likely to take one of those cookies if I'm already chewing gum. Yeah. You know, now, sorry, like I just started chewing gum because there's nothing worse than starting to chew gum for your breath. Yeah. And then a meal gets offered to you or something. And then you're like, well, fuck, man. Like, like now I literally just started chewing this gum. It's literally, like, it's, you have, to, you have to strategize when you chew gum. Like, I'm thinking, when am I drinking coffee next? Another hour? Okay, I can chew gum right now. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee and gum, absolutely. Like that like two like staples of your day. Oh, yeah. You know? You know, like because it can't be too early. Um uh, before we get back on track, I just wanted to do two quick movie references. I was gonna say earlier, I think it was Naked Gun thirty third and a third. <laughs> uh like that's when like he has to go out there as a baseball umpire and that's they do the whole like chewing tobacco, <laughs> spitting, like everyone's doing it. Right. And then the other one that you mentioned with with chewing gum is I think the very first Conehead movie. I'm not sure if you saw it. 
I mean, I think I've seen. I think I've seen them. It's just been a long time. Yeah. Um, you know. Anyway, the point is, the lead conehead guy. I forget. I forget his name. But he uh, he gets to get back on the ship, and he has to offer the king. He goes back to the planet. He has to offer the king things from the from Earth, and none of them are. He's not impressed by any of the things that it was all like very all of a sudden. So he didn't come prepared. Yeah. But he gives him a condom. And he's like, "This is a uh, chewing gum," <laughs> and he's like chewing on the condom the entire time, like, and like blowing out like you know condom shaped fucking like air bubbles. Oh and, god! Yeah. It, and it's pretty funny. <clears throat> um, Vegas vacation? No, no, thank you. But have you seen it? No. No. Oh, right. uh, never. I've never been the biggest Chevy Chase fan. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, I mean that's fair. He was okay in the show community, which I did love that show a lot. It was a good show. Um, but like my family didn't grow up watching a lot of like the Chevy Chase National Lampoon movies. That wasn't part of our I mean I mean he well he definitely has a uh, a like one stop shop sense of humor, much like a Will Ferrell, where it's like if you're not into that kind of humor or seeing the same character in every movie, okay. then you can just move on. That's fair. Yeah. I was going to defend you first. I was gonna defend Will Ferrell Will Ferrell for a I, second. No no no. I'm not I'm not saying Will Ferrell is either good or bad. By the way, I've felt both ways about him. Fair. Um, but I'm just saying that for like he's either your style or he's not your style. But for Chevy Chase, sorry, I was getting into the Vegas vacation because uh, there's a gum scene where he goes to the I think it's the Hoover Dam. What's mm. the dam in like Vegas? I think it's, I think, it, I think it's the Hoover Dam. Okay, so he's like walking through where you can go like through it or whatever, yeah. and he sees like a leak. So he like, and this is a classic gum move in like movies or yeah. like cartoons. But he like takes his gum and he puts some gum like on the leak and then another leak like springs because of the pressure that you know he yeah. just caused so then he starts like chewing more gum he's like audrey you got any more gum and then he, she's like yeah and he keeps like you know yeah. trying to plug these holes up with with gum and then it, it ultimately like collapses and yeah but anyway that just another gum scene that came to mind i'm sure that there are plenty of other ones if we thought about it uh, uh the quickest one and not that we have a whole lot of time to moron gum scenes is um, Ace Ventura uh, after he finds out that Finkel uh, Einhorn Finkel is uh, Einhorn yeah, Einhorn so is Finkel then he's like just chewing like a big wad of gum for the rest of the movie yeah yeah he like was squirting like toothpaste into his mouth yeah <sighs> good movie yeah um, but anyway I'm sure uh, that all of those actors that had to chew gum in those scenes probably had sugar free gum at that point yeah, but uh, Denise Nickerson did not. So anyway, Dennis chair for her. So, um, and that was them walking in to the chocolate factory. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So uh, she doesn't really have many big lines or parts. I think until the chocolate room. Well, she's called up first to sign the contract. Yes. And that's when. Her father, Sam Bees, is like, what's this all about, Wonka? You know, what's this contract about? And he tells me, you know, it says, believe me, I know contracts. I use them. They're, they're used for suckers. Yeah. You know? And then there's the... What's it say in the fine print? He's yeah. like, if you have any questions, dial information. Thank you for calling. Violet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Violet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he goes and he, like, chases after her. Mm-hmm. And then, right, that's when they all go into the, like... Magic eye room, right? Yeah, and they get stuck they, in they there. Blah blah blah. There. Nope, nothing going on there. Nothing going on in the shrinking room. But in the chocolate room, right when they all go in there, um, 
she does that is when she yells at Veruca. Right. Like for, Veruca Can it you knit? Can it you knit? And yeah. then Veruca mm, like just pissed off. Yeah. And then, and then she keeps eating. Wait. Yeah, because they're eating. Because he's talking to them about the chocolate. She river. was eating some kind of like laffy taffy looking candy. You know Veruca it, was. It was upon the introduction of the Oompa Loompas. Cause Veruca's is like, I want an Oompa Loompa now and that's when she's like, Can it you knit? Yeah, yeah. like shut the fuck up, Veruca. <laughs> You know, that's essentially what she's saying. Yeah. Um, You're harshing our good time. Yeah. Right. Augustus falls in the river. R.I.P. Yep, R.I.P. And then Wonkatania comes out. Mm -hmm. So this scene in particular is where we get the next violent moment. And that is where... um, Who says spitting is a bad habit? Um, Maybe it was violent. I think so. So because... Wonka offers it as a candy. It's like you can spit it into like 13 different colors. It's like seasickness stuff. It's basically like a Dramamine and gives it to Mike TV's mom. Yes. And then you can you can suck them no not suck them and suck them that's for the everlasting gobstoppers but but you know here try this you can spit in seven different colors and then violet i believe it's violet says spitting's a dirty habit while she's picking her nose and then wonka famously says i know a worse one yeah well denise nickerson has said that um that she was directed by mel stewart to like get in there dig deep like dig deep uh, he wanted her to look into the camera when she said it, um, and she hated she hated that scene. Like she did not want to keep doing it, and she also mentioned she didn't want Charlie to turn around and look at her. To which I'm thinking there was some kind of onset oh, yeah. little teenage romance. Who going wouldn't on. want? Who wouldn't want poor ass Charlie Bucket with his like lackluster teeth and endless <laughs> cabbage water? <laughs> I mean, endless as much cabbage water as you could handle, brother. Yes. Um, <laughs> Right, and uh, she also mentioned that when they were filming that scene in the boat, that Gene Wilder acted so crazy. He was this nice, sweet. He was this nice, sweet man, and then Gene Wilder acting so crazy on the boat, you know, um, scared her. Like not just like not the character, but her as the human. Like the actress was scared and thought that Gene Wilder was psycho. This is the genius of Gene Wilder because he did that. He scared them there. And he also scared Charlie at the end when he, you know, is yelling at him. I said good day. Yeah. Yeah. They they didn't see it coming. You know, like he blew up on them like that. And that's, he, you know, he fucking kills it. And he wouldn't tell them because, like, he wouldn't tell them ahead of time, like, hey, just, it's not real, but I'm going to yell at you. He didn't want to uh, rob them of that. Like organic reaction yeah. from from you know whatever whatever he was doing, um, and then right okay so Wakatania we go into the inventing room the inventing room yep yep um, and and that's big, where we get big scene yeah well yeah. it's her scene right that, no that, hold that's, on we're sk- no we're skipping over the gobstopper well the gobstopper oh, the inventing room is at the end of it. But like the gobstopper. Well, the gobstopper was was first, right? Right. Um, and that's where the kids all. But she, but it's only her. It's only her and uh, Veruca, who they put the camera on when they cross their fingers. Cross behind, their fingers behind, behind their, their back. back on like saying not, agreed. Yeah. Like we won't tell anybody, and then they, right, are basically lying. Yeah. Yeah. Which basically means that they're naughty little children. You know. That's an amazing thing that that was a, that was a thing back in the day. Like, oh, I crossed the fingers behind my back, so 
you know, I was lying, and that negates it. I mean, I remember in like elementary school, that was absolutely a thing. Crossing your fingers. Um, what was another one? Not like winking. I don't know. I feel no. I feel yeah. like there were some other like gestures else. that as a kid you could make and be like, no, my well, my fingers were crossed when I said it. Like, so it doesn't count. Yeah, you know? and then you know, kids just getting mad at each other because they <laughs> crossing their fingers. Could you imagine doing that? Can you imagine doing that as an adult? Like it's, essentially, it's perjury. You know, telling but, your boss, yeah, I'll get this spreadsheet to you by the end of by close of business on yeah. Wednesday. Close of business on Wednesday comes. Hey, where's the spreadsheet? Oh, sorry, I had my fingers crossed. You know, uh, uh, silly me, of course. You know. Did you ever watch Entourage? Oh, no, thank you. Oh gosh, man, just all these good references. Well, then I'm not even gonna uh, bring that up. Um, yeah, so we go from the Gobstopper mm-hmm. scene to the gum scene. Right? Yes. Was was there a name to the gum? What was the name? He just said, "It's the most." I don't think there was a name. Because uh, Violet was like, by God, it's gum. And he was like, wrong. It's the most extraordinary gum in the yeah. history of the world. Or, yeah. you know, whatever he said, right? Um, and it was the it was the gum that you just chew and it's a three-course meal yep. or whatever, right? And so Violet takes this thing. And then an interesting moment happens when she takes it out of defi- like not listening to Willy Wonka, who's like, you know, stop, don't, yeah, come, come back, back yeah. right? Uh, Charlie... Who's who's our hero? He's the protagonist. He's the like, um, he's the character of like pure heart. Yeah. Uh, instead of telling Violet like put it back or like give it back, he said, "What's it taste like?" Which yeah. was which was a which is an interesting moment from his character because it was yeah. like, oh, he was, uh, you know, he was more interested in what it tastes like than doing the right thing. Does uh. When does Charlie hold on? When does Charlie ask? You know why doesn't she listen? And Grandpa Joe says because Charlie she's a nitwit. She's a nitwit. Was that to Violet? No, that was Veruca. They didn't like the kids didn't trash each other except for Charlie and Violet. Yeah. Who trashed on Veruca? Mike TV never really had an opinion on anybody else, and Augustus wasn't around long enough to. And he couldn't speak English. And he couldn't won. speak English, yeah, yeah. So it didn't matter. Um, but yeah, but because Charlie, she's a nitwit. That was uh, directed at Veruca. Mm. Um, so Violet takes his gum, and then this is her famous scene where she blows up like a blueberry. She like her face turns blue, and she blows up like a blueberry. Um, and then like we, I feel funny, you yeah. know. <clears throat> and, and then. Um, you know, Sam Beauregard is asking Wonka, "What like what is happening?" Like, well, you know, she has to be juiced before she explodes. Explodes, <laughs> <laughs> like, um, you know, and they all turn into blueberries. Like that's and that you, you have the whistle, and then you have another you have another Oompa Loompa song, like yes. you do at the end of each child um, dying. Uh, or or leaving the scene rather. Yeah, let's just yeah. call it what it is. They die, <laughs> even though supposedly they'll be restored to their, their terrible normal, normal selves, selves at the end. But yeah, I'm not I'm not really buying it. Uh, more what there was like a meme that I saw was like that the new movie doesn't have enough child death scenes. You know, <laughs> that's pretty that's good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so when they filmed this scene, she was basically stuffed into a styrofoam ball. Yeah, uh, and she was in that ball for eight hours. 
and did not get out of it because it was too difficult to get her in it. So if you so if you go back and watch it, one of the questions that like Eric and I had was like, is that her? Is it, yeah, yeah, is that even really her? Because there's a couple parts where they're like rolling her around and her hair is so long that it covers her entire face. And I was like, oh, so then that's like a mannequin. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's her. She's in it. Yeah. Um, and Denise Nickerson has said that she has memories of everybody going to lunch, but she had to stay in the ball and she wasn't allowed to get out of it. Um, <clears throat> and that every 180 minutes, so every three hours, they had to rotate her so that she wasn't hanging in the same position. Dude. It's just brutal. It's wild. Yeah. Eight hours in that ball. And dude, I thought that was like a mannequin in there. No. No. It was her. And then when the Oompa Loompas were rolling her around, singing the song, if you notice, some of them aren't even as tall as she is tall in the styrofoam ball, right? Right. And so they can't even see where they're rolling her. And I guess uh, they had to do several takes of rolling her out of the room. And there were some takes where they like hit her head on the wall. Um, which is, you know, you also you, tell in that scene when she turns violet that it's just a like it's a blue light on her the entire time. Like, which which it was. Yeah, it, I mean had to be. Yeah, uh, they they had a very bright blue light on her, and then her makeup was infused with blue food dye. Yeah, um, wild. Yes, and she has said that when she was done filming she was back in math class in school back in back to new york back yeah. in new york two two days later and all of a sudden her her fellow classmates started laughing at her and she asked them why and it was because her face was turning blue again because the food dye had resurfaced it there was so much of it it absorbed into her skin and it had resurfaced on her face um so, you know, so that seems like a good way to get out of work, you know, put it on your face. You want to try it? Wash it off and <laughs> then wait two days later and then just have it come back up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, needless to say, I'm sure she didn't get a lot of like dates. I believe that she's on record as saying that. Yeah. Even though she's Violet Beauregard. Right. You know, um, and then, you know, so we have a, one of the I think one of the better Oompa Loompa songs because of her. Hmm. You know, um, pretty decent one. And she's rolled out of there. Uh, and which, again, one of our favorite parts, I mean, one of my favorite parts is when what is clearly ADR of of uh, Sam B. So he's like, I'm, I'm going to get you, It's the last thing I do. I'll break I'm, you for this. Yeah. I've got a blueberry for a daughter. It's a great like, line. Dude, I don't know how your voice changed that hard. Real quick. But that was clearly ADR. So um, ADR. It's like it's when you were like do like voiceovers afterwards or like oh. like, like put in voice after <clears throat> ADR. Well, if I were to, I think I'm just racking my brain really quick. And I'm not audio. Look, I'm not looking up um like on my phone what it is. I'm just trying to. Is think. it what they do for like songs and stuff? Because um, clearly they don't sing the songs in the scenes. I'm sure they. I'm sure that they go back and they like yeah. re-record in a studio of some kind. You know. Yeah. Um, film so automated dialogue replacement damn so it's like the it's the process of recording dialogue in a studio after filming to replace the initially recorded lines on a set and that's just i just it's amazing how you just i just know that remembered that you know Uh, (laughs) weren't reading that at all from from (laughs) um violet's i think up there i think she's a great character um 
she's not she's not really annoying. But also, why would Wonka do this whole gum thing to show him? And just like expect the kids to be like, all right, cool. Thanks for showing us that, sir. And then like move on to the next thing. Like, come on. Like, I don't know, man. That was, maybe that was a dick move on Wonka to, to not expect, hey, this is the best piece of gum in the world and not expect Violet Beauregard to grab it. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and then his comments after the kids like die, right? Yeah. Uh, just, uh, well, we still have each other. Better press on, you know, like like his little subtle like comments after that is just like, yeah, like a kid just died, but they'll be fine. Yeah, what does he say after she's out? Uh, adieu, adieu, part. No, 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 no. No, that was for Augustus. Was no. it where's fancy bread in the heart or in the head? No, that's for that's for Violet. He no, because he says adieu, adieu, party in such sweet sorrow. You're right. That is at, that is after Augustus. I think they also say that. Um, the, wait, so does each kid get a line from Wonka after he kind after of a, they go a, like at the party thing when they're all leaving? Well, well, we're we're gonna look this up. We'll get, we'll, we'll come back. Um, but that does bring us to a different part of this episode. Um, do, on, do you think we've covered? Violet yeah, I, yeah. I mean, look, Violet was there. She served her purpose. Um, I didn't. I didn't hate her. Yeah. Um, you know, the gum thing, a little annoying. Her dad, definitely a caricature. Great, great caricature. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like uh, I, don't, I don't really know where I rank her in the children. You know, of like of my favorite. Well, I think she's like. Uh, out of the, f- I mean, there's only four kids, so I don't know how the fuck do you. Oh, there's five kids. Excuse me. There's five golden tickets. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, when I say four, I mean I'm not I'm not including Charlie because Charlie, Charlie, because he wins. He's just there. Just a set, you know. Yeah. Because like, like Charlie and Wonka, they're their own. They're their own league of characters. I think um, this is just off the top of my head. Veruca stands out to me as being one of the most memorable, just because she's so spoiled. I mean, there's a rock band named after her. You know what I mean? Like, That's Ruka, yeah. There, like, there's not a band out there called Augustus Gloop. Um, that we know of. That we know of. Uh, and if there is, please hit us up on uh, we, at we, Podcast Wonka on X. Unfortunately. Um, X. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, to me, she's probably bottom bottom three. Bottom, <laughs> like, right? I mean, I of, so. the, of the four kids so not you, named Charlie. So you're saying, by, you're saying Veruca's number one. I'm saying she's the most memorable. Um, I don't know if she's my favorite, mm. but she just has the most lines. I mean, she has that line, which we'll get to whenever we like cover her. But uh, if you go back and watch this scene when they're signing that contract and she just takes charge, you're always making things difficult. I mean, yeah. she handles that like a boss, you know. Uh, and she has like a regal, like British accent a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know that any other kid. Has a has a line or lines or scenes or a song like Veruca. I mean, I feel like Veruca is like a standout character um, out of all of them. Uh, so I would probably put her at the top. This is this is my uh, unofficial Mount Rushmore order of of the of the four kids. So probably Veruca, and then I would man, I got a soft spot for Mike TV because I'm a TV guy yeah. also. Um, 
But I think Augustus Gloop might be number two, <laughs> just because of how funny he is and his family was, because they just ate so much. And he's just this adorable little chunky kid. Augustus Gloop, Augustus, how nice to meet you, and in such yeah. fine shape. Like it's just so funny to me, you know. But I mean, and, I mean, you already ranked Mike TV up there, but like, like Wonka pulls like the hair from his head. That's fucking hilarious, you know. Yes, like, and he did actually pluck that hair, by the way. Oof. Yes. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I I I think I just I guess my overall point here is that Violet didn't hate her, but didn't love her. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's an interesting character, you know, nonetheless. Yeah. So. And interesting enough <clears throat> for me to create a cocktail based off of Violet Beauregard. That is correct. Say what? Say what? We. I am going to unveil. I have two versions of a cocktail. I'm going to make. Uh, when we get back, you all are going to hear us drinking it, uh, slurping as loud as we can into these microphones. But the drink is going to be called the Violet. You're turning Violet. 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 Ooh. Nah, yeah. So that's the drink. Uh, we're going to discuss it when we come back from this break. Um, and all the ingredients, eh, half the ingredients you can easily find. Anyway. We'll be back in just a moment with our classic Wonka cocktail hour. Let's do it. Which hour, we mean uh, 10, 15 minutes. All right. We'll be back. Two versions. One's with gin and one's with vodka. The first version I'm doing is with vodka. So we got, it's going to be a grand total of five ingredients or so to include your garnish. So um, it's going to be... Uh, two ounces of vodka, an ounce of creme de volette liqueur, and then a half ounce of simple syrup with a full ounce of lemon juice. I also muddled some blueberries into the vodka, so now I'm going to give it a good shake over some ice. That's shaking up pretty good. Now what we're gonna do is do a double strain into some coupe glasses. Of course, have to be coupe glasses. Yeah. I, I just want to say for the record that Eric is one of the best bartenders that I know. Uh, he he definitely has a future in it if he wants. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, lemon juice from scratch, not just the the prepackaged stuff that you can just buy at the store. Um. The double strain, the blueberries, you know, it's, it's all very, very elegant. So we're just going to be a nice, this is a very small, oh, this is like a smaller pour because the next one we're going to do is going to be with gin. And that gin is Empress 1908, Indigo Gin. And that's going to give us the, the color we really want. But the reason why we're going to do two versions is because I think the gin might mess with the flavor profile of the blueberries. So I kind of wanted to see how vodka would do with that. So after you strain it, you double strain it into the uh, glass. We're going to take, kind of as a reference, to Sam B. When she's chewing the gum and she's having the mashed potato. He's like, with sour cream? (laughs) (laughs) But we're not going to put sour cream on a drink. Instead, we're going to do some fresh whipped cream. So go ahead and get out your whipped cream canisters that I know all you have at home. And just do a, a quick quick splash of it just as a 
This is a little garnish there. As a garnish. I mean, these yeah. are beautiful drinks. All right. So. Very colorful. So this is the vodka one. This first? is the vodka one. All right. I don't know how it's going to taste with cream, but hey, cheers. All right. Cheers, man. Thank you. This all is right. great. Pretty That's, good. Yeah, it's really good. So, a lot of this drink has a pretty. Some of these drinks elements are pretty close to another uh, cocktail called an aviation. Uh, what's not in here is Luxardo uh, and a few other elements, but it's. I mean, it's not bad. You know, it's 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 lemon juice and creme de violette. You can't go wrong. So, I gotta give you some creme de violette. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've had Empress Gin. That's always in my... Well, it's not always in my uh, pantry, but, you know, I always have some foreign gin, and sometimes it is Empress. The um, whipped cream's not bad with this? This is whipped cream. No, it's a good compliment. I mean, it's a garnish, so it's not supposed to be, like, the main event yeah. of the drink, you know? But, yeah, it's good. All right. So now, I think the blueberry... The blueberry's not strong enough. I just did a quick muddle... I said a quick muddle of the blueberry. I didn't really uh, infuse it, um, but I think there's a little bit of a blueberry flavor. A little bit, not enough. I can taste it, but, but but okay, so then what would you do to make it stronger? Just use more blueberries? Yeah, like a blueberry syrup, something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. This is delicioso for those listening at home. And for those listening in your car, do not drink and drive. Do not drink and drive. I mean, just don't drink alcohol and drive. You can drink coffee and drive. Yeah, like water and, you know, other other things like that. Juice. All right. So next up, we're going to do... I know that was really quick on turnaround. I only made one pour, so that's why. And this one, I'm going to do a double pour. So we have a proper, proper drink, you know what I'm talking about? So we're going to do four <clears throat> ounces of creme de volette. Because, you know, two for each. Violet, you're turning violet. Violet. <laughs> I think you should have to say that every time that you uh, cheers. I, I agree. Oops. All the spills. And you made the whipped cream from from scratch, also. Yeah. In your little pressurized. Uh... In, in that, yeah, it's super easy to make. Uh, highly recommend that. I didn't muddle any blueberries yet. I probably should. Can I can I do that for you? You may. muddle some blueberries that's what I'm here for I'm a muddler <clears throat> so the blueberries are in your uh, smaller container for the of your Boston of your Boston shaker and take your muddler and just press down very uh, very gently yeah there we go once you get it all then you can do a twist with it with your hand yeah what is the goal to like like scrunch all of them, like yeah. squish all of them. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're doing it gently, is to you know basically not make a mess. Exactly. Everything. I don't so what is the liquid that, that's in here with it? Is it just it's going to be so. We just swapped out the vodka for gin. Oh, so the gin is in here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's everything. You know, it's the gin. It's the creme de volette, it's simple syrup, uh, and 
is uh, lemon juice. All right, I think that's good enough. Okay, I mean, there's definitely still some blueberry. Uh... Well, it's only get double strained out. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. What'd you do tonight? Oh, I muddled some blueberries. No, no big. Laid down a podcast episode. All right. All right. I'll take that back from you, Thank sir. You. Oh, yeah. That's a thick boy. That's going to be so loud. Fucking... All right. You got to give a good shake. So the cool thing about using creme de volette, excuse me, using Empress Gin, is that when you when it interacts with lemon juice, it makes it turn purple. So it's, it's, like, it's already kind of a blue, and then it makes it like become brighter. So we're gonna have a really true creme de volette, a really true violet colored cocktail. Not to be confused with the color blue. Which I'm often confused with because I'm colorblind. Famously. As am I. Uh, I well, it's actually infamously, I think, in this regard. Unfortunately. It's not a good thing. It is not a good thing. But what I was referencing was the fact that, you know, violet turned into a blueberry. <laughs> I've got a blueberry for a cocktail. <laughs> but she's purple, and but she turned in the color blue. Yes, because of... So... Once you double strain it, you're going to have a little bit, you know, the more blueberries, you're going to have a little bit more of a, strain some more out of there. And for the purposes of this cocktail, let me just say I'm glad that she turned into a blueberry because uh, I wouldn't want to have a grape-infused no. drink like this, which is, of course, another purple flavor or another purple-colored uh, fruit or, you know, maybe plum or something like that. And whipped cream still is the garnish here. Yep. You could probably even put a blueberry on the whipped cream. I was thinking about that too. All right. Bam. Look at that. Portrait mode. That's how it's done. Those look delicious. <laughs> it has a dark, uh, darker color that I'm used to seeing with this cocktail. But uh, I'm also going to take a quick picture of this for uh, Snapchat, naturally. All right. Now, do, 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 do. All right. Are you ready to taste it? Yes, sir. All right, sir. Thank you very much. I got it. All right. Cheers. Violet, you're turning Turn violet, violet. Hmm. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, this one tastes sweeter. It does taste a little sweeter. It's not a bad thing. 
Yeah. I enjoy it. I mean, these type of cocktails, if it's a Wonka-themed cocktail, it should probably be sweet. Right. You know? Right. It should not be a bland uh, flavored anything. And frankly, Wonka, if I'm on record, has been saying dandy is, no, candy is dandy, but But liquor liquor is is quicker. quicker. There you go. So, um, (laughs) I definitely, maybe, I think, go a little less on the creme de volette. I think that's a lot of the pronounced flavor we're getting right now. What is that? Is it? I think it's Mr. Salt. Butterscotch. Butter Butter gin. gin. You got something going on here. On the side, Wonka. Oh, my gosh. Candy is dandy, but liquor is quicker. Well, I I didn't think anybody was expecting us to do a um, a cocktail on this podcast. So that's pretty cool, you know? Uh, Yeah, I think it's very cool. Um, In fact, I have no problem posting the recipe yes to this drink on our ex account Ugh. and you can even post it on the well I don't know maybe on like the subtext of the of the episode or something mm-hmm. to that effect um, yeah so. oh, I definitely could yeah there's a, there's a lot of room to post a recipe on the uh, in the description of the uh, episode perfect well if you would like to join us in drinking these violet you're turning violet violet, violet. cocktails please look at the recipes because they are delicious and drink responsibly. Absolutely. Well, um, we're at a... This is probably one of our... This is now, if we stop talking very soon, will be our second shortest episode. So, <clears throat> I think we might be able to wrap up here. Yeah. Um, we do have some things planned uh, for future episodes. We have some more characters that we want to review. Um, as well as other things, just to keep you guys on your toes. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, we're going to keep everybody on your toes. Uh, we're not going to you know, try to bore you. We're going to do some interesting, creative things uh, with the podcast as well just to you know, keep the flavors fresh. And, um, you know. You got to keep the flavors fresh, baby. You got to. I mean, it has to. You got to. <laughs> um, oh, you know what? I will do a, another soft shout out. You were not able to enjoy this, um, but Crumble uh, spelt... Charlie, Romeo, Uniform, Mike, Bravo, Lima, uh, which is a cookie company. They have new flavors of cookies every week. And they're big cookies, you know. They're a cookie chain. They did have a Wonka, a Wonka cookie. It was like a sandwich type cookie you know I'm talking about. Um, my neighbors were very kind to drop one off for me. Uh, it was like a red velvet style. And okay. you know what? It was fucking great yeah so thank you so much um you know who you are and um you are our you know very great river bluff neighbors you know who you are so but um it was it wasn't overly sweet uh really nice uh and they haven't made them so maybe we'll see them again i know it's pretty promotional but uh we are we're, we're trying to get as much wonka stuff in as we can so do you have anything else Ryan? no i think i think uh I think that's a good episode. Yeah. I think it's a solid, yeah, solid track we just laid down. I think we're gonna keep making a few more drinks, maybe pass out. Who's to say? But um... hey, definitely listen to this next one, okay? Because uh, our next episode is gonna be uh, one of the more interesting ones um, yeah. from a new location um, that I'm not gonna disclose here. No, uh, but we will disclose it as soon as the episode drops, and you should definitely listen to it. 
it's going to be it will be interesting um and we apologize in advance for any type of audio discrepancies because we won't have a lot of prep time in advance to get it going so. that's fine it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be very fun all right thank you for joining us thank you for listening and adios amigo uh, <clears throat> yep which is adios amigo <laughs> <laughs> which is spanish no, for no, adios no, amigo no 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 <laughs>